The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. with Ron Russell bringing you the good times of music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Ron will be here in a minute. We're both a little under the weather because we both have COVID, and uh, so it's taken him a little bit longer to get going, but he'll be here in one second. But I hope everybody is doing well, and we're still fixing the office, but I put the picture up just so we didn't have a weird background. Um, I see some people joining us in the chat room. What's up, Cindy Lady Lake's in the chat room. Stefan Bell is in the chat room. B. Claudia is in the chat room. Hi, you guys. We got a fun show for you guys today. We have uh, Robert Davi coming on. Who, uh, believe it or not, we actually—I looked it up—and he was on the show June fifth, two thousand thirteen. So ten years ago, uh, he was on the show, and now he's coming back. It's super exciting because he's a huge actor in the world of film, and he's a huge singer with a Billboard charting album. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. And then we have Tracy Coco coming back on. She was on for the show when we promoted Night Mistress, and she was on last year. But she's the big Star Trek. You know, actress who's in a bunch of different Star Trek TV shows, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if I mentioned Stefan is in the chat room, so what's up, Stefan? Hey, B. Claudia. Hey, Lady Lake Music. Today's going to be a fun day. I think uh, it'll be a lot of fun, even though we're a little bit under the weather. And my sign's a little bit crooked, but I guess I'll have to try to fix that. But how's everybody doing? Let's see. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, I hope everybody's doing really well. Uh, I don't know if anybody's doing anything exciting. The weather here is uh, terrible today. It's all like, I don't know what you would call it. It's all cloudy and rainy and not looking like a lot of fun. I have the window shut so we don't have too much light in here. And um, oh, and Don just joined us in the chat room. Hey, Don Hinnis joined us in the chat room. So hello, hello. And we don't know how we got sick with COVID. And that's just the way it is. What are you going to do? Uh, Ron was sicker than I was, and uh, but I'm still testing positive for it today, so so it's no fun. And but I'm still working and doing everything just because the show must go on. And we have such a fun show today; it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it, actually, because um, everybody that's uh, both the guests that are coming on are a lot of fun. Um, so I guess I'll get some of the other stuff out of the way since Ron's not here yet. Hopefully, he'll be here in a second. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. We are uh, we were number 21. That's our highest so far on iTunes. So we uh, thank everybody. I think we dropped into the 30s now maybe, but it changes every day. So hopefully it'll keep going up. So please keep listening to us on um, uh, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I guess that's what they call it, on Apple Podcasts, so we can keep our rankings going up because it helps a lot. Um, I want to thank B. Claudia for doing a bunch of promos for us. I don't know if she's here yet. Oh, yes, she is. Okay. Um, 
So I want to thank B. Claudia. She made some beautiful promos for us this week. And thanks, Cindy, for sharing them everywhere. That's a lot of fun. Also, thank Dawn Hinge because she's big on Instagram, sharing everything on Instagram for the show. So we really appreciate all you guys doing all of that. Um, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We're on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. But if you only can pick one place, go to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes and listen to us um, because that's the place that we uh, uh, are, are looking to build our audience. We have a huge audience on SoundCloud because that's where we started almost 16 years ago. Um, but but now we want people going to Apple Podcasts. Um, and the reason for that is that we get played by listen. So if a lot of people listen, they will get paid. So, hey, that, that makes it a lot of fun. So please listen to us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, and uh, Ron sounds like he's coming in now. Brandy, you're going to have to move. Um, so there we go. And it's going to be a lot of fun today. And let's see if he's coming in now. How you doing, Ron? We're on. Yeah, we're on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was calling at you. <laughs> move, Brandy. Come on, move. Come on, move hey, everybody. So Ron's coming in now. And uh, um, thank you, B. Claudia. Ron's drinking orange juice. Oh, crap. Uh, but then he looked good, you guys, for being sick in bed for five no, days. Are you serious? Yeah. I look like that. You know, that's what you go to a funeral and you see the person in the coffin. <laughs> And then some idiot turns around and says, wow, he never looked that good <laughs> when he was alive. And that, that's what, they, what, what did you put in my orange That's lemonade. Oh, I, I'm only drinking one. Okay, he's dog, drinking dogs, orange juice. I can't have dogs all over me. Today. Not today, kids. Um, I love you guys, but not today. Uh, they're saying they like the shirt. I don't know whose shirt they like, though, but they're both nice. So I, I, put got this, this I put this collar on because I look like shit. And I'm, I mean, this, listen, I have to really get political and I don't care who likes it. So if you don't like it, tune out right now. But did we ever ask no good to help? Did we ever find out who invented or created COVID? Did we ever find out, in fact, what laboratory put it together and then sent it out to the world as a test to see how they could kill us? Because... If it is in fact China, why in the hell is the president's greeting this Chinese guy in San Francisco? I mean, they cleaned up San Francisco, they hosed it down, they got rid of the homeless. Where they put the homeless, I have no idea, but they just shoved them somewhere to get them out of the way. So when this Chinese uh, guy comes, this president, he sees San Francisco shiny and beautiful, and there's no homeless problem. You know, that's great. America has a great way of hiding all the dogs. Leave me be. Leave me be. I love you dearly, but leave me be. So I'm really angry at whoever it was that made this COVID virus. Because not only has it killed people, but it's caused us a great deal of suffering. Therefore, I would like to say, I think we should have a lawsuit. Everyone that's been sick with COVID should make a, what is it called when they do a, a big lawsuit? Class action. <laughs> cla I think we should make a class action lawsuit against the laboratory in China that designed this flu and released it to the public. Because I think that we should be given money. They give money to everybody today. I mean, they want to take money from my social security to give to the new, the new immigrant. 
I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a baffling world. And I'm so happy that at my age, I had the good world. I had 70 years or 70, 80, whatever years of wonderful happiness in this country. Unfortunately, now we are victims and um, we don't do anything. We're, we're nice people. I mean, America is a nice... You don't mention the name of the disease anymore. Why? Because you'll, YouTube cuts you off if you do that. It's a, Who said that? I just got a message. Don't say the word. YouTube will cut us off and well, the show will be over. You can't mention I, have, I can't use the word? No, you can't use, say you sickness. Oh, so am I in a communist country now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is certainly freedom of speech is gone. I'm not allowed to mention the illness that I have that was given to me from another country because they're enemies of ours. Anyway. We you got know what, America? Wake up. Wake up, all of you. Throw me off the air. I don't care. But I'll go off the air saying, wake up, America. They're shitting all over us. They're taking away all of our rights. What the hell is going on in this country right now? What the fuck is going on that they tell us what to do and what not to do and how to do it? We've always been a country of freedom of speech, thought, and action. Oh, well. Anyway. Um... Anyway, I simply wish them to die, those that did this to me. <laughs> Period. Anyway. So you, you guys cannot mention it. No, you can't. But wait a minute. They're even saying in the chat room, even the people in the chat room know you can't. Why can't you? Isn't it part? It's medical misinformation. You're giving medical misinformation and it's your opinion. I am certainly not. I took a test and the test said positive for COVID. Oops, I slipped. No, stop for real. I, don't know I flipped. Okay, anyway, we're done with that, you guys. Anyway, it's a terrible thing, you guys. Now we're going to go on to something more fun and entertaining because we've got a great show today. It's going to be a lot I of fun. I can't wait for them to start throwing homosexuals off of roofs in this country. That's going to happen. Like they do in other countries. It's going to happen. And soon, you know, if we do not support Israel, we are in big trouble because we're next. The way they did it in Israel, by blowing up towns and cities from little neighborhoods, they could do that here. Uh, I'm so afraid that 9-11 will be um, a common thing. And that we'll say, oh, there goes another one. The Empire State just went, did you know? Oh, yeah, it went, okay. We forgive, we forgive, because we're a wonderful country. We forgive everybody. They shit on us, they kill us, they threaten us. And we just say, okay, what happened to Franklin Delano Roosevelt and presidents like that, presidents that protected us, presidents that knew that we could be under attack and knew how to prevent it. We need strength in the government. We don't need to entertain China and San Francisco. We don't need to do that. For what reason? I mean, I love Chinese food. <clears throat> anyway, let's go back to entertainment. I, I'm upset. Yeah, I'm in a bitchy mood because I don't feel good. And then they have the audacity to tell me what words I can use and I cannot use on Freedom of the Speech TV. Uh, we're in trouble, folks. Hey, America, listen to me. We are in trouble. We would be better vote correctly next election, and we better clean up the mess with the with the fraud, with the cocaine, all that garbage, vulgarity, calling somebody a prick. What kind of crap is this? Years ago, this was respectful. Washington had dignity. They were dignified gentlemen. Now they want to beat each other up. They threaten it's each ridiculous. other to fight. I mean, we are, our government has become common. 
less than common. They're like street fighters. I can relate to it because I came from the street, but I don't think most of you out there can because you grew up in an America that was polite, where our presidents were respected. Even John Kennedy, I mean, oh yes, he was banging Marilyn Monroe and half of Hollywood, but that was his private business. His public business was beautiful. He looked beautiful. He was always a gentleman. And his wife, who hated him, she behaved properly. Anyway, because we, we got our guest here, we're going to move I'll bring on the to guest entertainment. I, I, just, I, mean, I should never have gone on the air. <laughs> no, I should have stayed in bed. No, we're in good shape. So, all right. All right. So this is why our show is a success, because I say it like it is. We don't bullshit here. We don't sugarcoat anything on the show. And if you don't like it, don't watch. That's your right as an American. Choice. Freedom of choice. Not speech anymore, as you can see. <laughs> now we're going to bring on our first guest, you guys. And this is going to be super exciting. Let's bring him on. Let's make sure we can hear him and see him. Go ahead, Juan. Bring Robert on. Hello. Oh, he, he doesn't know we're there. There we go. <laughs> Robert, you're muted. There we go. Say something. Let's see if we can hear you. Robert, say something. Can we hear you? Or can you hear us? Juan? Can you hear us? Can you hear us or no? <laughs> we can't hear you. Juan, what can you what can you do to help us here? We, we can't need, hear you. We need to have like a little cardboard sign that we put up so they could read. You know, we can't hear you or we can't see you. We can see him though. Okay, hold on. Robert, I mean, uh, Juan, can you help, give us some, pull him out and then see if we can get him to turn on his, uh, is, is the volume on your computer up? Is the volume, the next house, is the volume on your computer up? Ah, let's see. So Juan, you got any suggestions? <coughs> give him some suggestions. In the meantime, we'll talk um, and see if we can get things going. Uh, Beeliner in our house of history. It's like the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> what happened? Maybe we should play a music video while we're waiting to get him hooked up. What do you think? You wanna? I don't know. I could tell. Oh, wait, hold on. I can hear you now. I can hear you. You can hear my ranting and raving like a crazy man. Would and you mine, mine too? I could hear you all the way. You, you want to laugh? What happened? This is how I had it on mute. Oh, well, you know, we just got word that I'm not allowed to say the illness that I have. So this is what's happening in our country. Freedom of speech is totally gone. I don't Why see can't you say what you have? Uh, because I, it came from China and they, YouTube will cut us off and shut the show down if we mention If I mention the word, it begins with a C. See, he knows what the word is. I, well, it's not <laughs> All right, it's, it's called cultural Marxism. I got it. So what's going on in our country? How do you feel about being told what to do from foreign countries? How do you like that? My brother, there's nothing more upsetting than what I've seen happen to our nation in the last decade or so. The it's been happening slowly, incrementally, but since a certain person became president, and I hate to say who it was, it's been fast-tracked. Yes. And that was... Well, I love everything you post because I follow you on Instagram and Twitter. And so, first of all, let's introduce you. Wait, we got to introduce you. Wait, now you know I'm going to go on the warpath because I'm not allowed to say the illness I have. 
We both have it. And I'm, going, I'm going to go. You know what? Days. I'm an 83-year-old crazy old guinea from Brooklyn. Who's a God bless you. <laughs> a tough guy from Brooklyn. And don't fuck with me because I don't give a shit. If they throw me off the air, if I never make another movie again, I couldn't care less. I have a beautiful home. I live in Palm Springs. I got a wonderful husband, two beautiful children, three beautiful dogs, a couple of bucks in the bank. They're adorable. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. All right. So first of all, though, I want to introduce you. So first of all, you guys, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, award-winning actor, screenwriter, director, producer, singer. And the movies industry's most recognized tough guy, Robert Dobby. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I don't know if you actually remember. I looked it up. We used to live in Pennsylvania. You were actually on our show June 5th, yep. 2013. So it's been a and little you, over 10 you came, years. You came back. How can you forget the Jimmy Starr show with Ron Russell? How can you forget? I remember it very well. I was so happy to see that we'd be doing it again, actually. You for punishment. You came back. So you guys, wait a minute. Uh, are you from Brooklyn, New York? No, I was born in Astoria, Queens. That's just Tony Bennett. I live in Astoria. We moved there when I, I lived in Ravenswood, actually. Yeah, I, Ravenswood. We had relatives in Ravenswood. I was on 3131 29th Street till I was five I, years old. I lived at 3366 11th Street in Ravenswood, Long Island City. That's where that was where Rainy Park was. That's right. I played, and, I swam in the water there. And my grandmother, that's where my grandparents lived, Franco and Maria Davi. And Anne-Marie Davi or Anne-Marie Riccoboni later on. But I used to go to Ravenswood on 10th all the time. They had a, a brownstone there that, you know, all of, you, 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 you just walked up the block. You could smell the, the, the spaghetti sauce being cooked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to go to uh, St. Rita's uh, confraternity today. St. Rita's was where we were all. We, most precious blood in St. Rita's was my... Where my aunt and my grandmother went all the time, St. Rita's, yes, I know it well. I used to go to that dance all the time. And Astoria, you know, uh, has a great meaning. And I'm from Brooklyn originally, but we moved to Astoria because Red Hook, where we lived in Brooklyn, got rough. And my sister was molested, not molested, but they tried to rape her in the elevator in the projects we lived in. So my parents said, out of here we go. And they went to Astoria. When I lived in Astoria, across the street from us was a lake. And the guy next door, the Meninos, they had goats. That Meninos, were, Meninos were relatives of ours from Sicily, from Torretta. <laughs> so the Meninos, if you remember, they had goats. And the goats used to run after us kids and hit us, with, you know, buck us. It was a wonderful place, a wonderful time to grow up. We never locked our doors. We were all honest people, hardworking people. We didn't have a lot of money. You know, we were not poor, but we weren't uh, maladetti either. So, no. you know, it was a wonderful place. How about you? It was great. Well, we moved from, when I was five, we moved to Long Island, to Dix Hills. <clears throat> from where? My relatives stayed there, but we were the first ones to move to Long Island. But I remember going there and spending weekends with my grandmother or my godmother and my father's brothers and sisters and my mother's brothers and sisters, because everyone was from either... Ravenswood, or they were Astoria, or they were in um, Corona. You know, my sister went to school with uh, Tony Bennett, and I worked for John Bennett, who opened a beauty salon on Broadway and 21st Street in that Grand Union shopping center. And my mother, who was a communist, socialist, crazy lady, was picketing 
that a beauty salon because it didn't have a union. And John Bennett said to me, who's that crazy broad out there? And my friend Arlene, who was working next to me, she said, oh, God, Ron, it's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and she was picketing, telling customers not to go in. I mean, my mother was wild. But, you know, those Italians, they work. So hold on. We have a chat room filling up with people. So do me a favor. First, please say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, I love everyone coming in, and uh, hello, everyone. I give you my uh, my love and affections. And we have a girl, Don Hinton, who's actually a big horror movie fan, um, and uh, we've had a bunch of people from Maniac Cop on, and Lorraine Landon is a dear, dear friend of ours, so say hi to Dawn, because she'll get a big kick out of it. Hey, Dawn, <laughs> how are you, honey? There you go. So last time... so I, I, I Sean McKinney, Sean McKinney. Yeah, oh, and, oh, you know what, too? I got a... So Ron's got a daughter... Um, That's terrible. No, no, Ron. Ron's got a daughter. No, Ron's got a daughter named Deirdre, and she sent me a text message today, and it said, um, "I used to work with Christian, Robert Dobby's son, who was very cool, and so was Robert when I met him at BOA Steakhouse in Sunset back in two thousand and four or five. And uh, my daughter's an actress. Was she was? And oh, you would, nice. You would remember her." Very beautiful, tall redhead with uh, beautiful. But well, she told me to say hi and say hi to your son. Well, give her my love and I'll look her up afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. you know, you, listen, Jeff, my personality. She, she's like my the female clone of me. You would have had to remember her. No one ever, <laughs> no one ever forgets Deirdre. No one. No, it's fine. Deirdre. What was Deirdre? What was the last name? Oh, his, the real name is Serego. 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 Deirdre. Serego. But uh, they worked there back in the day. And I don't know that she knows that you were on the show before when we lived in Pennsylvania. Um, but so. Oh, wait, wait, so where are you now? I'm in Florida. I'm in, uh, I'm in Tampa Bay area. Where? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay area. So we're actually from, I'm from Florida. I actually met him oh, in Tampa Florida. Oh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Yeah. We left, I left California after 46 years, two years oh. ago, because it became a shithole. Well, we're leaving. Yeah, we're here now, but we're leaving too. We have we have contractual reasons to stay because we have movies to make. I signed, you know, to make six movies, and the friggin' strike came that screwed us up. So now that the strike is over, once we make the movies and we fulfill our obligation, we are out of here. We are moving to uh, East Hampton, Long Island. Oh, beautiful there. My my yeah. mother was born in Southampton, actually. Okay, and I'm I'm a Hampton boy because when I lived. Uh, in Astoria, as a teenager, I get my convertible and I pick up my girlfriend who lived in Long Island City, and we drive out to the Hamptons and pretend we were rich. <laughs> we, would, you know, we would walk around the Hamptons with our noses in the air like, hello. <laughs> because that's what we thought the Hamptons Wait, were. so how do you like, so I lived in Florida for, I'm 59 and I lived there for the first 58 uh, 48 years of my life until I met him and we moved. How do you like it? We have a lot of people in the chat room actually in Florida. I love, we love Florida. Love it. I, again, I frustrated with, uh, with uh, Los Angeles because of the crime and the home. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, you can go into a store and, and the looting is insane. It's, it, it's insane. Have you been to Palm Springs? We live in Palm Springs. We are in Palm Springs now. That's not down there. Palm Springs is more like Tijuana. It's like Tijuana, It's like Tijuana. Yeah, it's no longer Rita Hayworth and Clark Gable. 
Those days are Yeah, gone. like a millions of dollars house and out on the sidewalk, there's people selling Mexican food and cactuses and all kinds of Which shit. They have, they have, in their tents, they have lights. And at night, it's all lit up pretty. And you smell their food. And the rats are all over the place. <laughs> because we have a rat problem. It's a desert. And they have rat traps all over, you know, these big boxes to trap the rats. But the rats, poor things, they smell that wonderful food and they want to eat it. So they come out from the holes. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not saying anything is wrong with any one person because the Italians did it in downtown New York. Anyway, it's not the people. It's what they've done. They've, they've let people in this country illegally. They haven't assimilated. They have people that need it. And we haven't taken care of it. It's, it's a big, we have the worst government. I mean, look, people say, uh, we, we, we bamboozle each other by saying how great our government our, our politicians are all corrupt. They're in there too long. They don't really do what they're going to do. They're going to take another vacation for two weeks. They pass the buck down the line. And if you open your mouth, you're a subversive. No, you're, you're, a, you're a racist. You're a hero. Did you know that if you have blonde hair, blue eyes, and white skin, you're automatically a racist? My daughter told me that because my daughter, Leslie, who, by the way, was the first runner-up in Miss America, Miss New York State, Miss Long Island, Miss Every Gots of the Cause, she was. And um, she's a blonde, green-eyed beauty, but thought of as a racist. And she's the furthest thing from a racist, believe me. She's far more liberal than I am. <laughs> far more liberal. The is what they use to set people up, and they can go You got it. And they don't want you to see what's in front of you. And what they've done is they've kept our black brothers and sisters in a box, their own coffin, and they and they, and they just give them enough air to breathe and to pretend they're going to promise more and to breathe the right thing by them. You've got right. all these people in our in, in, that George Soros has put in politics that are uh, more racist than any any Ku Klux Klan member. They're racist in another way. It's it's sick. Yes, we have a very dear friend who's a very famous, well, I won't tell you what she does because you'll know who she is. And we were at her house and we were talking about, she's black, by the way. And she said to me, it's just terrible how they use black people all the time. She said, we're being used now politically. They're making believe they love us and we're going to be you know, the equal to the white, when in reality, all they want is our vote. And I thought to myself, that's interesting. So I said to her, I said, would you date a white man? And she said, no, I, I like the brothers. She said, I would never die, date a white man. I said, you know what? If you ask me when I date a black girl and I say, no, you're going to call me a racist. So how come it doesn't work for you? She said, that's what they're teaching now. <laughs> she said, black people are victims. Also, she said, I don't like all these commercials I see on TV where there's a black and a white. Because what they're doing is getting rid of the black race. How better to get rid of black people than to make them mulatto or half white? That's what it is. It's absolutely the destruction of black people. And, and black people are starting to wake up now. And they're starting to realize that they're being used. Well, you've got a lot of them that are in politics that have been drafted into this whole communist Marxist culturalism that are using it. Look at it. And it happened in the 70s with Bill Ayers. Bill Ayers, who started the the weather underground and the democratic society. His, his 
on his website back then in the 70s, 80s. What they said was to take the white liberal, combine that with the black liberation, BLM of the time, to bring down American imperialism, colonialism, and institute world communism. And Billy went underground again and started dealing with university. That's why the universities are so up today. Well, I can't even believe that. All the Palestinian stuff is like freaking us out. <laughs> well, you know, I say, look. Well, we're going to be thrown off the air for sure. <laughs> no, I, I did a movie in 1988 called Terrorist on Trial, the United States of America versus Salim Ad where I played a Palestinian kidnapped by the United States government to stand trial for acts of terror produced by a man named George Engley, who produced and directed The Ugly American. So from 1988 on, and then 1994, I was in I understood, understood this issue. I understood what the problems were, deeper than most people would think. I had never been to a friend of mine got married there. And then I subsequently, in one year, here I am, went there three times, did a film there, right? Story. You're, you're cutting in and out, Bob. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hang on. You're what happened? That? Keep, it's okay. Keep going. Let's just. Can keep... I call you Bobby? You can call me Bobby, not Bob. That's not Bob, Bobby. No, Bobby. <laughs> because if you're from Astoria, you're Bobby. I'm Ronnie. Yeah, I'm not Ron. Bobby when I'm growing up. I'm not Ron. I'm Ronnie. Up with a yeah. Y. R O N N Y. Wait a sec. So I want to. Uh, so first of all, because I, I want to bring something up, and we haven't seen it yet, even though uh, we should have seen it. Um, but you did a film, My Son Hunter, and we're very good friends with John James. Every time he comes to town, we go to eat. He's the best. Uh, and, uh, I know I you're, you're in it. And Kelly Lynn Ryder, who's a artist <laughs> from a bunch of indie films. Uh, and, and you got to work with Gina Carano, who I'm a big fan of. Yes. Um, Gina Carano. Um, so, so we're going to talk a little bit about John, because John is probably one of the most understated actors and he can give a shit about the business. He's just a guy that loves his daughter and he promotes his beautiful daughter, who's a great yeah. actress, by the way. Yeah. And I, I think that John James should be working more. And I would be happy if all of our 5 million people that watch this show now would somehow contact. We'll put it out there. Let's they give, want to see John James Let's, let's give John James work because he's a damn good actor. He's and terrific. it's a shame that he's, a, you know, he's on a shelf. Yes. But anyway, you, I, hey, see you go to work. Are you working? He here? works all the time. Well, yeah, I a film based on a true story about the Holocaust. I play an Orthodox Jew. Here I am, Catholic Italian. I yeah. play an Orthodox Jew who saved 300 girls from Auschwitz, which is a true story. It's probably the best part I've had in years. Remember no, the number one thing. Wait, what's the name of it? We're gonna called, it. Right now it's called Bardeov, based on the Slovakian town that it's placed in. And okay. I have to say this. March. It'll be out every, in March. Every, March. every single Christian was once a Jew. Yes. Because Jesus Christ was a Jew. I always say that, that I always say that as a Catholic, we should have never dropped Judaism. We should have gone through the, the rituals of Judaism because that's Christ. Said. Exactly. And now we should all stand by Israel. And 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 pray to if there is a God, pray to her or him or it or they, as the woke we say, uh, 
to end this war because it's a, it's an unnecessary war. You know, to, to brutalize human beings this way. Ronnie, let's put it. This way. I wrote an article years ago, Breitbart, and the article dealt why is the gospel a weapons cache, not like Disneyland. Yeah. Now, with all the Arab money and all the money that America's given to the Gaza Strip and the United Nations and the world to the yeah. Palestinians for decades, like I said, I did a film in 1988 and I've studied this issue. With all this money, and people always say it's the Jews' fault that Gaza hasn't been built up. They won't let it happen. I don't believe that. I believe that they want to keep it down. I had a line in that film back in 1988. They play in cesspools, believe them to be lakes. They're consumed by disease and poverty. All right, this is 1988. Now, this is what still happened. Why is Gaza not built up like Dubai, like the Emirates, with all the money in the world and everything else? That could be a paradise, and people have livelihoods, they could be angry, the children could have good educations. Why? That's what the public has to ask themselves. Why? Absolutely. Nobody knows that answer. It's the same because thing they're doing in America with schools. Instead of educating blacks and underprivileged people, they're pushing them through, pushing them through to be sheep, to be mindless sheep that have no understanding and no education. And this is what they're keeping them down because with ignorance, they create anger. That's what's the... You know, I don't want to get into this because it doesn't do me any good. <laughs> we don't want your blood pressure to go up either. You know, so. we, listen, we don't always want a fluffy show. You know, with, with I, 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 I'm in this movie. I'm wonderful. I mean, Actually, we're not doing that today because no, we're doing something else. Today is an intelligence show for a, few, a change. No, no, but hang on because he's... So, so when he was going to get to your movies. We're no, we're not talking his music into his show. We're going to promote... So he's a huge singer. No way. He's a huge singer. He's got an album. When he first came on the show, the first time you came on the show, it was a year after you released Dobby Sings Sinatra. No way. And now he is playing at uh, he's playing at the Boca Black Box. Uh, is that the name of the club? Boca Black, Boca Black Box. On Sunday, December 3rd, he's got two shows, 3 and 7 p.m. BocaBlackBox.com. It's at 8221 Glades Road, number 10. Glenn, and, I uh, don't think I know that. This should be something else. Yeah, you Ronnie, be something else. you've never heard me sing, have you? You know what? You're an Italian, all right? I've never heard an Italian that couldn't sing. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you well, something up, though. Hold on. Because I, I, uh, we're gonna, actually, I have two videos we're going to play of you during the show. We're, we're going to play uh, that I took off the I've internet. Had, I've headlined the Venetian. I did the last shows with Don Rickles because he wanted to do them with me. Give me that respect. I've traveled the world. I've traveled the world. I've done arenas with 6,000 people, 18,000 people, 3,000, 2,000. I've done it. How, how many tomatoes did you have to duck? I've done. I'm standing <laughs> over. <laughs> the Harry Chapin Theater. Isn't that in New York? That's in Long Island or someplace. What? The Harry Chapin Theater? Harry Chapin Theater. Yes. That's 10,000 people. Long Island, Harry Chapin. I also, Harry Chapin was from Lower. For their, uh, I, 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 they shut down the Eiffel Tower for a concert, a tower in Paris, for a concert I did for Diane Van Furstenberg and Jeff Bezos and 50 people. 
for the iPhone. Yeah, all right, big shot. So also the wait, 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 let me finish. Wait, I want to say something. Right now, we're going to play one of your songs. No, no, not yet. In a minute, and then I'm going to tell you what I think. Well, he might not watch the videos I played though. You got grande coglione. If you think you can sing like Sinatra. I got to hear this. I have to say, because you got uh, you got an endorsement, uh, and my business partner, I have a, I'm a publicist. My business partner in New York has been spending a lot of time with Clive Davis, and you got a, a very big endorsement from Clive Davis, which is a really big deal um, so maybe, about, about your you singing, can. since he's basically well, like the biggest people, person in music. You can read what Quincy Jones said about me. He brought 17 people to my show, and then read what he put on his Facebook page. That's what you should show Ronnie. Absolutely, we'll show it off. I, I, I have to hear. This. Actually, so what I did. Is in the first of all, first of all, how many? So, because I know one of your albums was on the Billboard charts for like five weeks or something. Which album was that? The first album? Yeah, that was the. Yeah, I'm about to release the second album. I'll be doing that next year sometime. Okay. Uh, Excuse me, my first album. That's like yeah. you, you should check. It. I don't know what song you're gonna play. What song you're gonna play? I, I took the videos for two different ones. I did either Pennies from Heaven or My Way. Okay. Which one you want to play? Whichever. Which, you know, you got that. Look at they're They're both good. Uh, it depends. Have them listen to Pennies from Heaven first. Yeah. All right. So, so you know what? Right now, we need that song. If now, Pennies from Heaven. Pennies from traditionally, and then it goes somewhere else. So let him listen to that one. All right. So you introduce it, and then you hang on. We're going to play it. It's like a three or four minute video. So you introduce it. Juan, you play the Pennies for Heaven one I sent you. It says Robert Dobby, Pennies for Heaven. And you introduce it. We'll play it, and we'll be right back. All right. Well, anyway, you're going to be listening to my version of Pennies from Heaven that was done at a at a casino with a full band. My, my rhythm section is the same as Streisand's. My music director has been Randy Waldman from the beginning. <laughs> and, uh, they're great players, the greatest players. And uh, you'll hear a solo uh, on this by one of the greatest vibraphonists, Emil Richards, who was really Italian, who toured with Sinatra from 59 on. Now, Emil died at 84 years old. But uh, he loved touring. And, and you'll hear a vibraphone solo by Emil on this particular uh, recording. You know something, it's true. When they say everybody loves their own kind. I feel so close to you because we're both Italian. <laughs> I'm cento per cento Italiano. I'm all Way back. You know, from Genoa, Venice, I mean, we go all the way back to Columbus. But- um, so Why? No, but it's true. My, no, 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 Ron, 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 wait a second. We, we can I have just so much diversity, but we my also- My last name is uh, Davi, D-A-V-I with an apostrophe over I. They right. made me an honorary citizen of my father's hometown in Sicily Okay. a few years ago. And they gave me the family crest from 1493. Now, I did the movie Christopher Columbus, The Discovery in 1994, 92. And the experts from Spain wanted to meet me because on all three voyages, there were D-A-V-I apostrophes on all three voyages. So you were on that boat? Go figure that. I love it. I was in Crete. Well, from my father was from Genoa, so yeah. I I lived I lived in Genoa for a year. So was Sinatra's family from Genoa. His his mother was Genoa Genovese Genovese, and the father was from Sicily. 
So I was in Christopher Columbus's house. They invited me. No, not really. And I went, I went in the garden, as we all did, and there was a big stone with the Star of David on it. So, yes, Christopher Columbus was Jewish. Yeah, they and said. They said that he was Jewish, and I firmly believe it. Why would he have the Star of David on a big stone in the backyard? And it's still there, that stone. You can see yeah, it. Very interesting. I've heard that. And, and Genoa has the, the greatest amount of Jews, Italian Jews, is Genoa. They started the, the stock market. They started the banking system. That all started in Genoa. So, so hold on, you guys. Come on, Genovese. He's a proud Genovese. And you guys, so this is Robert Davi. He's our guest on the show. This is his live version of Pennies from Heaven. Enjoy. We'll be right back. Yes. I can't wait to hear Every time it rains, it rains Pennies from heaven Don't you know each cloud contains Pennies from heaven You'll find your fortune falling All over the town Be sure that your umbrella She's up beside down Trade them for a package of Sunshine and flowers If you want the things you love, babe You have got to have them showers And when you hear it thunder Don't run under a tree There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. Take off on this penny. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains all those pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortunes falling all over the town Be sure, be sure your umbrella It's upside down Trade them for a package of sunshine flowers If you want the things you love, babe You have got to have them showers And when you hear it thunder under a tree There'll be pennies from heaven for you Amiel Richards on five, ladies and gentlemen. Trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers. If you want the things you love, babe, you have got to have them showers. And when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. 
I'll be pennies from heaven for you and pennies from heaven for you You clean up really well. You look so handsome and sexy in that tux. And you have a really fucking attitude, which I like. It's a real Italian wise guy attitude. And you're very, you, you, you own the stage. That's a big orchestra. To sing, a, vo a voice needs to be a big voice to sing to that orchestra. You know, I used to sing on stage, so I know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, it's not it's not easy. Were you wired in? Or were what? you were you plugged in? Plugged in where? With the, with the orchestra. In other words, you the, the clarinets, you can't sing when the clarinets blow because it throws you off. So you no, have no, to, I have no, I have no, no, I like doing it like you're open it. Clean, I like open. hearing it. I don't have earphones, no earphones. Clean open That's awesome. You had a clean open mic. Yes. Yep. That was fabulous because to sing to an orchestra that size without being wired in, otherwise, you know. So you guys, you can get. I got, you got the monitors in front of you with the vocals. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, it's second nature. It has no. I have no qualm about that. So, so in other words, you didn't follow the music. The music followed you. Well, we follow the music, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's I've got that rhythm section. We got it down. I remember them. And then bingo, you just go out like a, like a you know. Oh, you have a good voice. You, so you guys have a good voice. Robert, really do. Robert's first, first album was called Dobby Sings Sinatra. It's available, I'm sure, everywhere that you guys can get it. If you're in, in the Florida area, you want to get tickets to his show Sunday, December 3rd. Um, I need you to do me a favor. So we have a, a big fan and friend of the show. Uh, she's never imp as impressed with the movie stuff as she is with the music stuff. Uh, but she makes all these beautiful graphics for us, and she's freaking out. She was like, "Oh my god, that was like the greatest ever." No, you know, he, hang on, let me finish. Like, let me finish. You know, to, <laughs> this is not like speech time. No, it's my time. It, no. It's supposed to be a conversation. It is. Yeah, I haven't talked, so keep your mouth shut. Need the conversation. Nobody, nobody so listen, listen, her name is B. Her name is B. Claudia, and she's in Germany. And I just want you to say hi to B. Claudia because she like will freak. She loves. We bring on huge music stars, and she loves all of them. I just wanted to say. Bobby, you're a show. Thank you. That's all. And now say hi to B. Claudia. <laughs> hey, B. Claudia, it's lovely to meet you through the internet here, and I hope you enjoy the music and the rest of it. And sometime I'll, I'll come to Germany. I, I, I did a show in America with a guy named Roger Cicero, very big in Germany. He died young. Big, uh, he was like the uh, Buble of, of Germany, Roger Cicero. And he died in his early, um, unfortunately, but he was a terrific person and he and I did something together. 
Listen, yes, she's right if, ever, if ever you're playing someplace that we are, I would definitely come and see your show. I was just in Los Angeles. I wish you guys were there. You would have had a. You would have well, loved. You have, to, you have to come. With me. <laughs> what? You have to come. With me. Come <laughs> with me. Don't forget, we're media, and we critique your work. So no, therefore, right. you don't expect me to pay to go see you to critique you. <laughs> spoken like a true Italian. Yes, it is spoken like. So I have a minute, and also I like to be if it's a table. Off the dance floor, and if it's not a take, if it's an <laughs> arena, I like to be in the front first tier. <laughs> we'll make sure of that. Well, if not, hey, we're going to be no, in New York, so when he plays no, in New York, if, if, if in any way you you don't do what I say, one phone call, the night of your performance, a gas bomb goes off. <laughs> The arena is emptied out. No, that's no, no that's standing there, in hand, and that's off. Faccio la giova. Oh my gosh! Because well, I, 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 I think I'm from Brooklyn. I, I told you. Yeah, he's from the story. He could, he probably, and he's yeah. actually not only this. He well, probably know all the same people, but like he's played all the people. Right. <laughs> on our married Sicilian side. I know the couple to couple, Sunnyside, Brooklyn, Jersey, all of them. They were on the Sicilian side. Yeah, my, well, my father's family, if you look up Torretta, if you look up the city of Torretta, that's where Carlo Gambino was. Well, my my, niece, my cousin married Genovese, all right? And I, my cousin Bertha, she married, I can't say his name, but they're from the Lucchese family. So they're all gone now. They're all dead. But they were wild people. All right, hold on. Okay, so but now I want to go back to entertainment a little bit here because we've got about 12 minutes left. No, we're going to keep them on longer. No, we can't. <laughs> so, okay, so first I want to know. So, uh, okay, so first of all, anybody who doesn't know who Robert Dobby is, you'll know him. Die Hard, Even Life of Kill, The Expendables 3, Kill the Irishman, The Goonies. I want to know. So, so since you but know that, shut up! It's a conversation. Show. I don't. I'm, I'm not going into fucking speeches. No, I'm not going into speeches. That people are in the question. are asking questions. I know that, but you're boring. No, I'm not boring. I'm the one with the million and a half followers in social media, not yeah, you. Right. So, plus I got them for you. Before, yeah, right. I, before I was on this show, it was a radio show coming out of Florida. Three people. No, million now, five, 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 Actually, million. Five. Actually, I know you and I could be tough guys. Let's be sweet to Jimmy. We here. just we just broke one point one down billion downloads. And he thinks show. he did it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so listen. Uh, so in the Goonies, then, because you're like the singing bad guy, are you really you're really singing then, aren't you? In the Goonies? Yeah, yeah. That was an improv. That was not in the script. I think that's the coolest thing ever because I never really thought about it until I was like looking at your IMDb today before you came on so I could talk about it a little bit. And so I see on your IMDb that they're going to have a, a new Goonies, a Goonies 2. Is that like a real thing or is that a bullshit thing? That's been up there for decades. Who the hell? Oh, okay. I don't know about it and who knows. Maybe somebody puts it up there to take their fancy. But you also I studied. Uh-oh. They cut us off the summer. In, 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 in Florence with Tito Gobi and at Juilliard with Dan Farrow. And then when I did my album, I studied with Gary Katona, one of the greatest uh, vocal guys. But the opera singing was not in the script. It was a very banal 
uh, moment, and, and I said to Spielberg and Dick Donner, who directed it, I said, what if I make this character a frustrated singer and no one listens to him except the brother who's changed, chained to the, to the chair when I go to feed him? They go, well, let's see what you want to do. And they loved it, and we kept it in. I, like, love cool. it. Now, may I speak? You can ask a question. I don't want to punch you in the fucking face. If I can't <laughs> right. getting the beating. Now, wait. I am in the process right now of doing a movie. And I'm in desperate need of a mob boss in the movie. So I'm thinking all over the place. I need a name. Somebody that's going to help bring us money, you know, for the film. And I'm going all over the place thinking, who do I know? Paul Savino read the script and Paulie loved it. He said, and then he died, unfortunately. And then he died a week or two later. <laughs> and he's committed to it. Paulie was going to play the mob boss. Maybe I think you and I should talk. Would you like to do it? He has to read it. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me read it. And, uh, oh, you, you can know, read the script. It's, it's and I don't know if I'll raise the money for you, but I'd like to read it, you know? I mean, no, 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 no. Listen, you have a good name. I, I, I hate this business. Because Jimmy said your script means shit. Nothing is important. Only thing is important is the actor's name. That's how you get financing. I said, what if the, the script is a piece of shit? He said, the finances don't care. They don't even read the script. They're not even interested in the script. They want to know, do you have Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie? No? Exactly. Go fuck yourself. What do you think about that, being an actor and being in it? Because the, the movie industry from when you started till now has changed a lot. Um, well, don't forget, I did my first film with Frank Sinatra in 1977. Yeah, that's freaking sweet. Um, All right. So I was, I was uh, immediately introduced to the creme de la creme of Hollywood, and I had a great entrance with Frank. Uh, and it led through, you know, with uh, all my relationships, like with Cubby Broccoli when I did the Bond film and everyone else. But what I find was the uh, what's more frustrating than anything, getting back to politics, is back then you could speak your mind and there were major stars that that were conservative or on the conservative side or and uh today they're all afraid to speak johnny carson for instance on the talk show the way what happened in la if johnny carson was alive there with all the homelessness and the loopy looting and he would criticize the democrats but you got these guys that are doing those talk shows nowadays that are so in bed with the Democrats, they won't criticize what's been going down. Actually, it's just you, Dean Kane, Antonio Sabata. There's only a handful of you. Like you can count them on two two hands at the probably of people no, who actually say know, something. You know what the first thing is? They yeah, talk, but hang on, wait, wait, they talk about what is it? That number? What that shit number they want to know? The actor's number. Oh uh, no, the, well, the, he, he's he's evolved it. Yeah, the IMDb number. No, that's not what he's talking they about. They only hire you because of an IMDb number. That not goes up and down and all around. That's not quite the thing. Yes. But what they, what, they have other ways of doing all of that nonsense. But what, Listen, what, I, what if a guy if he's a good actor? They don't give a shit about if you're a good actor. You could be a lousy actor, but if the number's right, they hire you. That can happen. But what that I'm is, talking about it does. in this instance. Yes, That's go ahead. Is what you had before with big stars that would speak up for the country. Today, you have big stars. Listen, I was friends with Jane Russell for years, best friends. We hung out. We went out together. We lived in each other's houses, all right? Can't get any, I, I didn't screw her. If I screwed her, I would have really gotten close to her. But that's the closest you can get. And Jane Russell was an outrageous Republican 
She couldn't stand Hollywood. She said it used to be all Republican and it was run beautifully. She hated any Democrat. She hated the Kennedys. She hated everybody. Today, they would have blacklisted her and threw her in jail or murdered her. One of, one of those three. And I used to sit there and listen to her. And, you know, I agreed with a lot of the stuff she said. A lot of it I didn't. But that's called freedom of thought. Not Absolutely. We have to have that. Listen, you, we, can, we can be cordial in our disagreements, but let us at least air them. What's happening today is by not by stapling people's tongues to their foreheads, people are angry. They're angry at it. And it becomes then a, a instead of a conversation, it becomes attacks on both sides. Um, so it's very unfortunate. But I tell people, I tell Democrat people, friends of mine, you don't have to be disloyal to being a Democrat if you dislike Biden. A lot of Republicans do not like Trump. Okay? So it's it's the party that's important, not the president. I, I mean, if I'm a Democrat, I don't like Biden because he's not doing good for the Democrat people. He's not doing good for any people. Anybody. So if I'm a Republican, I might not be happy with things that go on with Trump. So you have to understand that the party and the president are separate, yet they are one, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. Yep. So to all of the Democrats out there, if you say you just like Biden, don't think that you are bad. It's your opinion. You may want to put somebody else in office. I mean, he is old. He really, doesn't, <laughs> he really seems to me like he's gone with the wind. It has nothing with the oldness. That guy has been in power for 50 years. He's like an old mafia don that's gone off the deep end. And go watch my film, My Son Hunter, to see the alleged corruption that's been committed, that's been exactly. thrown under the, 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 the table. John James's movie. Oh, John James. John James plays Biden. Oh, John shit. James is Biden. I got to see this. I have to see this. MySonHunter.com or MySonHunterMovie.com. Where, where is it? My, my, MySonHunterMovie.com. Where is it? He just told you, MySonHunterMovie.com. No, it's not on Netflix. Any of those no, shit things? nobody else they can put it on Netflix. I'll, 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 I'll call John. He'll give me a link. <laughs> No, the link is there for free. Listen to me. Oh, it is? Yeah. I want to watch it. MySonHunterMovie.comMovieGiveItForFreeOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOhOh
but like Biden, you know, Obama tells Biden what to do. Well, I tell Jimmy what to do. <laughs> well, not on set. Not on. I'm not on. I'm not on. I see what happens at dinner. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jimmy, no, I, a, I have no, a four o'clock I have to get to. Okay, he's got to go, so we got to go. All right. So, so you guys, this is Robert Davi. This is Robert Davi, you guys. Please, if you're in the Florida area, check him out on uh, at blackbocabox.com. Get tickets for December 3rd, and um, we'll be in touch. And yeah, uh, we'll be in touch about his To be also. continued. To be and continued. And follow at Robert Davi on Instagram and Robert John Davi on Twitter, and you can see a lot of great stuff that he posts because it's awesome to see everything that he talks about. Yes. If ever you get back to LA or Palm Springs, give us a buzz. We'll go out to general. And if you're out to Tampa Bay, let me know. Absolutely. Robert, thank you so much. God bless you guys. Jimmy, thank you. Ronnie, thank you. Astoria. Be sweet to Jimmy, all right? He always is. Thank you. Bye, Robert. You guys, you guys are like Jack Klug Klugman and Tony Randall. I yes, we are. 1.1 <laughs> billion downloads. It works. All right. Thank it's you fantastic. so much, Bye-bye. Bye. Stay in Gamba. I love him. I do, too. He would be a good mob boss for you. Oh, he's wonderful. I'm definitely going to go after him. Uh, he would be a good one. So you guys, let's take another music break real quick, and we're going to play Robert's other video that I have, which is uh, him singing Frank Sinatra's My Way. So here it is, Robert Davi singing My Way. Enjoy, and we'll be right back. face that final curtain my friends I'll say it clear I'll state my case of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway and more, much more than this, I did it my way. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do. And saw it through Without exemption I planned Each charted course Each careful step Along the byway And more, more Much more than this I did it my There were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off More than I could chew But through it all When there was doubt I ate it up And spit it out I faced it all 
I've laughed, I've cried, I've had my fill, my share of losing. And now, as tears subside, I find it all, all so very amusing to think I did all that. And may I say, not in a shy way. Oh no, 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 oh no, not me. I did it my way. For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself, then he has not. To say the things he truly feels And not the words of one who kneels The record shows I took the blows And did it Did it my way. Hey, that was Robert Dobby, my way, you guys. Again, you can get his album, uh, Robert Sings Sinatra. No, Dobby Sings Sinatra, sorry. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Robert John Dobby, and Instagram, Robert Dobby. Of course, you know him. You know, you know what? Stop. See what I mean? That's called editing. You're editing what I'm about to say. You're making turn. You're bringing it in a different direction. Okay. That's like I say, Jimmy Star is a nice, and then you edit it. I was going to say Jimmy Star is a nice fuck, and then you would edit it to Jimmy Star is a nice dumbbell. So, say so, let, so, so, so don't edit. Now you made me forget what I was going to say. You were going to say you know him. Because I'm old. Oh, I know him as an actor. I mean, he's been in every shit thing you ever want to see. But I had no idea he had such a great voice. Absolutely. I mean, he really is a good singer. And, and he's my new best friend. I like him a lot. He's a nice fella. And we have the same background, so I'm glad. And I hope he does our movie. I know he'll like the script. And I would be happy to work with him. Absolutely. No, it'll be fun. And we're going to be working with the next guest coming on. And right oh, now. That's, she's my favorite one. Are you kidding? So hold on. This, this game can make it. This, if you so, like, I'm sick, I'm depressed. But you know what? She's going to make me feel so good. So, all right, you guys. Now we're going to bring on our next guest, Tracy Coco. Let's make sure we can hear oh, her and see her. One of the funny, Hi, she's one of the funniest ladies I've met. And she's terrific. <laughs> And I love her. Okay? I love you guys. Oh my gosh, she looks so. Is it cold? Really? Is it cold in LA? It's cold in Orange County. <laughs> how, how cold is it? It's pretty cold. My heater's not kicking on so quick. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in Palm Springs, it looks like it's going to rain. 
Oh, I love Palm Springs. And cold. It's cold here. We have the what heat. Is, what is that? What is that fluff ball over there? Oh, that's yeah. your dog. That's the love of my life. That's my son. This look is my mine. son. Oh Pasta. my god, Coco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three, actually, but this is the only one small enough that can jump up on the lap. He, he is, and he's oh. the favorite son. He's my oh. seven-pound dream boat. He's the reason I live. <laughs> I know. Aren't they? Aren't they family? So I mean, seriously, if anything happens, you might intend to kill myself. So actually, wait, hold on. Let's introduce her. Then I'm going to ask you a question about your dog. Okay, you guys, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Tracy. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and I know only she is terrific, but her husband. Why? You're my husband. <laughs> I'm we both have COVID. We have COVID right now. Oh, We're no. Yes, we're sick and We're like dark. stuck in the house. <laughs> That's oh, why my mind's not working. <laughs> How did that happen? I got it from him. <laughs> oh, were you out trolling around? <laughs> no, he wasn't trolling, but we went to a lot of events. I don't know what it is. No. We went to a bunch of events. No, we, we went to so many carpets. Oh, and everybody, yeah. Everybody was hugging and kissing me, which I loved. But now I'm going to start to say when I do that, please, no more. So I'm going to back off. Like you, I hug and kiss you all the time. I mean, we tongue kiss, we make out, we, <laughs> we put tongues in each other's ears. I mean, <laughs> no, we always hug and kiss. Oh, I'm Italian. I love to hug. Yeah, yeah me too. Oh, I didn't know you were Italian. Oh, yeah, I'm Sicilian, so be careful. Oh, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you, Ron's Italian, so we got it all going on. It's Italian hour. So Yay. We feel like shit. We really don't feel good. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, but I said to Jimmy, you know, I'm an old trooper. I, I used to, I, I was, I, oh, Ron English, we're in America. Um, I used to work the stage a lot, and I would have to get dressed and, and impersonate Jane Russell. For straight audiences and nightclubs, I worked for years as Jane Russell, and I did a good job with it. And I would be sick like this, and still have to put the, the corset, the makeup, the eyelash. I really didn't. The show like must it. go on. The, the show, show must. Go on. And it was painful. So Jimmy said, "Are you sure you can do it?" I said, "Listen, did you ever see the bustier that had a way to jack up my tits?" <laughs> If I could wear that in drag on a stage and perform, I could do the show sitting yeah. in a chair. So, so we have a chat room with people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Number hi, one. everybody in the chat room. Chat, number, chat, chat. Number two. Uh, so I want to ask you a question about your dog. So is that the dog that had to have all its teeth pulled out? Pretty much, yeah, Coco. So how many how many teeth did, did, did she have out? Hey, Coco. About 15. That. <laughs> <laughs> How how many pounds is she? She's about oh god I don't know ten. Okay, oh, he's seven. Because we have to have some teeth done on Astro. He's going on. He's going on in like. And I don't two want. Weeks, I whatever. don't want them to put it out. Oh shit! But they're probably going to have to. Oh, but they're going to have to, honey. Yeah, but seven pound babies like this, they don't really survive well if they're put out. He's nervous about it, so we're and a little nervous either, about either taking they come, it. Either they come back a different dog or they die. And I would have to then kill everybody in that vet office. <laughs> well, I, I, I had a, a, a really good vet over here at Metropolis uh, Veterinary Hospital. So he worked with me. He he did he 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 literally dropped his schedule to have her 
in that day. That's how bad she was. Somebody gave us the name. She had a total abscess open thing in her mouth due to the previous vet who pulled four teeth, left a pocket open. So ever since then, she's been eating and it's been just packing shit. Oh, sorry, stuck in there. You can say that. And it got infected. You can curse. It got infected bad. Yeah, I almost lost her, poor baby. Uh, How old is she? Is she a rescue? Yeah, she's eight years old. Okay. We love dogs. Dogs Somebody on somebody that on my Facebook contacted me and she gave me the name of a doctor that they do it without uh, knocking the dog out. They have a process that they do. And she had her. That was to clean the teeth, though, not to pull the teeth out. That was to clean clean the teeth, but not to clean, but not to. Yeah. Very nervous about this. He goes well, imagine if imagine if you go in to have teeth pulled and you don't have any like anything. Ouch. No, it would be terrible. He's not gonna go. I'm gonna go. No, I'm, I'm taking him. Oh. No, because I'm if he starts screaming, I have to beat everybody up. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure they're gonna give him something, honey. Yeah. No, we got well, well he's just going in for the checkup, but I we think they're gonna tell us because he's already missing a bunch of his teeth. I've had dogs he's the greatest dog. I ever. have dog I've had dogs all my life. Yeah. Boy. And I loved all my dogs, but I must tell you, I have never Aww. I have never loved anyone like him. Oh he, he stole my heart and soul. He is my everything. Here's our now, story. What, what kind of dog is it? A uh, a poodle, a a terrier mix, terrier mix, poodle terrier mix. He's a rescue, so we don't know how old he is. (laughs) We have three rescues, so we went to when when they have Lola Palooza here in the desert. um, They had a thing called Pucha Pucha Palooza or something like that at the same. Oh my god! It was like a little adoption thing, and I've always had small dogs, but. Ron's always had big dogs, and so we were walking in it, and, and we saw, I well, saw I'm, him. I'm Butch. I saw him, and, <laughs> and there was somebody holding him and petting him, and they put him down, and I said, are you going to get this dog? And they said, we don't know. And I said, well, then I picked him up. And, oh. I, and I went to Ron and said, can we get this dog? And he looked at me, and he's like, oh, it's like a fag dog, you know, like yeah. I don't really want oh. a little dog. <laughs> he doesn't want a little sissy dog, but okay, if I want it, because he picked the last two dogs. I'm not going to be seen in public with a little girl. Okay, so then, so then, and I have him on my. I didn't have any money, um, and I had to go to an ATM to get money because they wouldn't take a credit card or anything. So I had to uh-huh. go to the. And when I, by the time I got back with the money to pay for the dog, I had already lost the dog. Like the dog and Ron were so bonded in that 20 minutes um, that. That like, cause he's he's definitely like he loves both of us, but he's definitely like Ron's dog. Like he's he's see, sitting see, on Ron's see lap. The scarf you have around your neck, the scarf. Oh, yes, yes. That's Astro. How he sleeps. He comes oh. and wraps around my neck, and he presses his head underneath my jaw, and then gives me kisses. I love this dog so much. Do you press your dog? Yeah, and we take him everywhere. He goes everywhere. We go to the grocery store. We go. To, walk, we eat at restaurants where we can eat outside, so the dog goes. And, with I, and us. I walk with him with a leash like a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just had to put Coco's rain jacket on to go outside to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I think that's terrible. All right, Is so. it really that cold? I get cold easy, so yeah. Me too. Like it's like 65, I'm freezing. It's, it's like 60 cold. here today, though. It's like 60. Plus, I thought. Plus, I thought I'd dress up and be bougie for you. Yeah, we like that. We like the bougie. All right, so 
I noticed. Uh, so you guys, Tracy, uh, Tracy, yeah, you're yeah, friend of ours. You're going to be working with me, I thought. Yes, yeah, she's going to be working. We with you. We're working together. What in that zombie movie? In, in a movie. In Death House. How about the zombie? Did you already do it's that? Oh no, no, he's in the zombie movie. The rest of it's not cast yet. We're still no, we got to raise the money. It's not, it's money not for called it. Death House anymore. It's Death Realm. Death Realm. I played the, the the star's father in it. So we'll be working in Nevada. We are going to have a ball. Wow, oh, I have no I, I have no idea what I'm doing yet, but he, I'm in it, but I don't I don't I know you you're in it because I saw you. You didn't read the script. You're on IMDb. When I didn't a, get anything. Everybody's not. Everybody, because I'm producing it, you've got the privilege to do things. Yeah, he's got, you, got, you got it in there. So. <laughs> well, I sleep with him, so I guess I got to get something for that. But she is definitely in, she's in the cast, but the cast has not all been. Only like five people have been determined who they are, and he's one of the five. Anyway, yeah. my part's really great. I'm so happy about it because uh, I want to cry in it. And I'm going to ask the director if he'll allow me to cry. They tell me my son is dead. And, oh. and the script just left me cold. I think in the script I do, oh, oh. That's like coming, you know what I mean? Not, yeah. not upset. So I'm going to tell him I want to cry. Because God forbid if anybody ever told me, either one of my daughters, God forbid, I don't want to say it, I would cry. Yeah. So I've never cried in a movie. Oh, I've never cried on stage. Have you ever cried in a movie? No, but I did have to have a uh, oh god, a reaction to uh, formaldehyde in my first movie, Gross Anatomy. I had my. Oh, I, I, you, I didn't know that you were in Gross Anatomy. I actually wrote that. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, uh, I love that movie. I'm a big Matthew Modine fan. He's been on yeah. the show. I actually uh, I worked. Uh, with an audio book company, we put out his audio book for Full Metal Jacket Diary. Yep. Um, I've always been a big fan of his, and but Gross Anatomy is like one of my favorite films of his. It's such a oh, great, yeah. um, you know, because I was a geek in school. I was like, the, you know, I make straight A's in throughout school. my whole life. Still is. I yeah, I still am, and except for now, it's with action figures. But I love him. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think I it's so him. cool that you were actually like in that movie, um, and it's a lot of fun and. Oh. And how, I want to know though, how did you get from there to? Because like you guys, so so in case you don't know who Tracy is, if you're a sci-fi fan, you definitely know who she is. She's in Star Trek Renegade, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Space Nine, um, Star Trek Collection, Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> you're like you're in every Star Trek everything that there are is. Number one, I saw that uh, there's a scene with you next to. Uh, uh, Patrick Stewart, who for me is like so smoking hot, like I was, I was always his date. And they they had a special outfit for me to wear for that scene. So yeah, I think that he uh, is like one of the, like the sexiest older guys, like on. He like, is dude. absolutely adorable. They're all adorable. I love them. They're every, no, if he said that, that he would have had a shit boot. He says it all the time. So no, I mean, sure. no, really. I I see a guy. I think he's cute. I act very nicely. Say, what a handsome fellow. Oh, this one takes a nervous breakdown. Uh, <laughs> they're in wheelchairs and they're cripples. They're hundred-year-old, ugly-looking men that I would not go to bed with. I'm 83. I wouldn't go to bed with an 83-year-old. Right? Well, you look fantastic. Thank you. But he, he loved Anyway, so Patrick, he was cool. Is he a pretty cool guy? Because we never really oh. asked you about your Star Trek, besides saying you're in all these things. Oh, yeah. They're all great. And um, 
to this day when I see them and stuff, they they stop everything and, and have me come up and say hi. And Marina Sirtis has my back all the time. She's like, I don't understand why you're not in anything. She goes, people are just so petty. And I'm like thinking, yeah, it's kind of sad that they're that way. I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I've been in over 100 episodes. I played 15 different aliens on Deep Space Nine and Voyager. I was the only one to wear every color. Um, I flew the ship in the first movie and wore red, got blown out of my chair, didn't die, came back in the other two movies. I'm literally everywhere. I'm in the video game or whatever they call them back in the day, the video games or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm like everywhere. And, and, and prior to that, I was um, on Baywatch. Yeah, you were a lifeguard, right? I was a regular lifeguard. Then they got canceled. Then I got uh, the movie Another 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy. And I do, I do my own stunts. I mean, I, I have a limit, but I mean, back in the day, yeah. Um, and I got hired to do a stunt in a bar scene in a fight. And I was wearing a mini skirt and pumps and had to jump over a table. And somebody from uh, Star Trek, the business office, was down watching tapped me on the shoulder and said, uh, you need to come talk to so-and-so. I think they'd really like your look. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know what for. And I went and then I, I, I was like, had to go to the interview and they put me in the black and gold color, which I didn't know was the best color to be because it does two things on the, sh on the ship. And then one thing led to another and Michael Westmore, they had a makeup. Oh my God, he's God. He, he gave me my first uh, alien to do, which was an antican. It looks kind of like a werewolf. <laughs> and I had a prosthetic in my mouth. So when I bit down, my, you know, my mouth. I love down. that. Though. I and love I that. Met, I, that's how I met Sharon Stone. And then from there, she sees me, comes out of her trailer at the Paramount lot. And I'm in that outfit. She invites me to her rap party for the movie Sliver. It's just like crazy stuff. <laughs> that's a good movie, too, Sliver. And you know yeah. My fantasy is to play an alien. I've always wanted to be in a space movie. I have never. I wanted to be in a vampire movie. Finally, oh, yes. Finally, I'm starring in a movie called O Negative about a gay vampire who teaches his daughter about being a vampire. It's a wonderful script written wow. by Ballad, and it has unicorns, and it has a world that we go to. It's a wonderful script, and it portrays a very fatherly, nice, gay vampire. I'm not playing a sissy fairy. You know, like, nothing that would be bad for gay people. I play it very well. I play <laughs> it intelligent. Uh, and anyway, so I got that. One second, though. You, I, I would love to be in it. In were, were you a, did you enjoy, like, like Captain Kirk's Star Trek back in the day? Did you ever watch Star Trek when you were, like, younger? Or did you just no, not really get into not, it? Until you not, became not, really, not really. Not <laughs> really. I, I, I didn't know what I was getting into when I got on there, really. Now I'm like, wow. And I, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I mean, you know, I got fans everywhere and I got a fan. I mean, it's just crazy how people. And then, and then uh, Jonathan Franks gave me the, uh, the name by mistake. So it stuck. So, I mean, and then I got started out with one pip as an ensign. The next thing I know, I go to wardrobe, I don't know how many weeks after or whatever, I had two pips, so I got I got promoted to a lieutenant. I mean, it, I, I, you know, I- She plays Lieutenant Jay, you guys, is one of the characters, that was just, that's really your, your most famous character, right, is Lieutenant Jay. Yes, yes, J-A-E, yes. Yes, Lieutenant Jay. So he cut me off when I was talking to you about things that I wanted to do. 
it was segueing into the question I'm asking you. Now, if Big Mouth Husband will keep his fucking <laughs> mouth, I thought I might be able to get a show here. Okay, Tracy, what secret desire do you wish to play in a film one day? Who do you want to be? I, I'd love to play, like you, a vampire, a werewolf. Um, I've done aliens, but I'm always up for that. I love prosthetics. I love anything like that. Um, I like badass bitches, so, like, put me in all black with some machine guns and stuff. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I have a werewolf movie that we're... But you have no desire to be Marilyn Monroe. Oh, honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to get your answer on that one. <laughs> I figured you'd belt me with a good one. Yeah. I actually, I have a, I have a movie called Dog Moon that we're, we're we just put the deck together. We're not um, we're not funded yet, um, but you couldn't probably play the werewolf, but you could play the werewolf hunter because it's a bunch of cool military people, right. you know, hunting the werewolf. Oh, aren't we in the zombie movie? No, we're not in. What is it called? The zombie movie? Zombie with the shotgun too. You're in it. She's not in it. Oh, I thought she was in that one. <laughs> I would love to be. I don't know if it's good that she is or not, but right now they they have six roles left, but but they're not casting them until we actually. I want to go to work so bad, Tracy. Yeah, Judy, I would love to be in the werewolf thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you in mind, but we haven't raised the money yet. But I'm just starting to work on it. I'm working on Ron's movie and that movie. So, but we've been out of work for so long between COVID and the strike. I I don't know what I'm going to do when I go on a set. I'm going to say, "What is that? A camera?" Yeah. Is this a stage? Oh, what do I do now? Am I supposed to do something? Yeah, I just I just paid my dues, so I'm all up to date again. I got my new card in the mail, so um, I'm glad everything worked out. Hopefully, so. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you did you did staycation, which I, I don't know. Somehow, I know everybody involved in that movie, and I'm doing a movie with Olivia Dabo, who's in that movie. Oh Hello. yeah. Lorraine Landon's in that movie. Kelly Maroney, Eileen Dietz. I mean, they've all been on the show. Um, and you, and they've all been on the show. Lorraine Landon is one of my special people. Oh, Do you know cool. Lorraine? Do you know Lorraine? Have you, you met her? I've seen her. I don't know if we've ever met. Well, uh, next time we go to an event that you guys all interview, she's a very good friend of ours. She is one of the most wonderful, kind, dear, generous actors, person, and gorgeous and sexy and beautiful, but she doesn't act it. She isn't. And I love Lorraine Landon. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She almost died a couple of months ago. Yes. Oh, God. Years ago, because her, her kidneys went. Oh, and God. She, and she needed uh, dialysis. The dialysis wasn't working, but her sister gave her a kidney. Oh. Now she's well and working, and I'm so happy. Well, so I want people out there to know. She's blonde. She's blonde, right? Yeah, beautiful blonde. Oh, good. Gorgeous, a, a sweetheart. You know, I mean, she doesn't act beautiful. She, you'll love her when you meet her. She's what you, she'll be a dear yeah, friend. Like her. I love Lorena. Okay. I like like her too. Yeah, so in, highly recommend in, her. In Staycation, I play Sandra Walsh, a news uh, anchor. There you go. Mm-hmm. Staycation. And you guys, we just saw uh, Tracy in <coughs> Mistress. That was only like about a month ago, I think, that we were. Yeah. We went to Night Mistress. So I took a video off of YouTube um, that we're going to play for everybody. Um, and it's a, basically a you Star Trek. Get, you couldn't get a trailer? Uh, trailer for what? For a movie? 
no, this is not, this isn't for her movie. This is because we already played Staycation. I'm playing something new that she's on. This is a Star Trek The Next Generation Lieutenant J tribute video. Oh my God, it's adorable. That I took off of the internet just so people could see you as Lieutenant J. And then we'll come back and talk. So you hang on. You introduce it and Juan will play it. And then it's only like three minutes. A fan of mine in the UK, uh, Daryl, he, God, I can't, I'm having a brain fade now. Darn it. Um, Okay. Anyway, he, he made it for me and he put it all, a lot of clips of me together with the Chrissy Hine pretender song brass in pocket. And when he first showed me, I literally cried. I was like, Oh my God. And it's gotten so many views. It's amazing. I'm, I, I love it. And, and, and I love that song. And every time I hear that song, it totally reminds me of the video and hopefully you guys will like it, but at least you'll get to see, like I wore every color. I'm you'll get to see it. It's really cool. So here it is, you guys. Star Trek: The Next Generation, Lieutenant J tribute, and Tracy Coco is Lieutenant J. Enjoy, everybody. Got brass in pocket. Got battle. I am gonna use it. Intention. Been diving, detailing, and no reason. Just seems so crazy. Gonna make you, make you, make you notice. Gonna use my arm, gonna use my legs, gonna use my style, gonna use my sidestep.
Yay! I didn't know that all the uh, all the different. I didn't know that the like the different colors meant like different things. So the the gold one is the most prestigious one. You're in the gold one a lot. Yeah, science, yes. science, and engineering. Science and engineering. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not getting it. Um, but the, the red, the red is you know the command where they normally fly the ship, and they have a joke if you wear red and go on an away mission, they usually don't come back. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the ending where Jonathan chases me down the the corridor, he literally on another video that's gotten way a lot of views, he says my name Tracy, and then he chases me down. The, it's hysterical. Yeah, Tracy. Yes. Never seen you looking. As beautiful, hot, and sexy as I just saw you. I love the black hair, that style. Oh, and yeah. I, well, yeah. I, it's and I love, I love the way you look. You, you oh, are a piece you. of ass. You really <laughs> are. No, really. I swear to God, I don't blow smoke up anybody's butt. You know that. You are really a beautiful little girl. Well, thank I you. I never knew I always thought of you as a comedian, you know, a fun guy. No, you're sexy. No wonder your wife went after you. No <laughs> you know, you know how you know how we met on Facebook talking about knee surgery. Is that funny or what? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, listen, doesn't matter how you meet, it's how you stay together that counts. Right? Yeah. And she's a dog. Well, you really are beautiful. Well, and thank you. The blue eye makeup and that hairdo is definitely you. I don't <laughs> think I used to be a hairdresser, so I know what I'm talking about. If I was going to do your hair, I would have done it like that. It's boyish, but sexy. It's yeah. not, it's, I can't use that word. They don't use dyke anymore, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they don't use that word anymore. It's not lesbianish. I don't know. I, I don't know what to call anybody. It's anymore. gorgeous. You're smoking hot, and I well, think it's fun. really, really. How sexy. did you decide? Wait a minute, I'm not finished. And you got some bod. What a body. Oh, thank you. Tight little girl, beautiful. So, how did you actually decide? Like the way, did you wake up? How did you? Because gross anatomy was your first thing. Yeah. No, nobody can see it. I could see it. I don't care. How did you? Let me uh, pull it. Let me no. pull it. I like the full nose. No, you're not pulling my nose here. Uh, how how did you get? Like, how did you decide you were going to be an actress? And how did you get gross anatomy? Because basically, you're like an extra on gross anatomy, right? You're, because it was your first film. Yeah, so but you, I was. They they called a uh, featured. Yes. Yes. I got a casting, casting agent and then uh, that was my first movie. And then I got on Baywatch and basically, yeah, I was a featured again, but they always had me with the prime people. Um, basically. Yeah. On Star Trek. Basically. Yeah. I've been basically featured on background on everything. That's how I started. And I, I, Hey, Look where I am now, right? I mean, it's been fabulous. So, um, you know, I never thought I could do that. I just did it one day, went up to Burbank and signed up with casting, uh, central casting. And, you know, when they like your look, you get called a lot. Yeah. And Star Trek obviously liked what I did. I was always on time. I always did what they wanted. Um, I was even Patrick Stewart's hands in... Um, the episode Little Rascals, because I guess I have little boy hands. So I was, they called me in to do his hand scene because, you know, they're not going to call him in there for that. Um, and I was also the Queen Borg stunt double in, in the other movie. And I was me, but they called me in to be her arms holding holding his legs when he's going up the leg. I mean, you're just, all over the place. You're all over the place. But I'm, literally, I'm literally everywhere. 
But you do a lot of autograph signings too, right? You go to a lot of conventions and sign autographs. Yeah, I go to a lot of Comic-Con conventions, which I love doing. I love my fans. I love, I mean, people come from, I mean, not kidding, the UK. I mean, everywhere. And they totally are like, they literally like geek out when they see me. And I'm like, you guys, I'm just me. I'm just me. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll never forget where I came from. I I love my fans. I like meeting new people. I'm I'm a ball of fun. I mean, they should have me at every con. I'm not even kidding. If I was a millionaire, I'd totally be at every con. I would fly to everything. I don't care. <laughs> I too, actually, because I love going to those. Oh, yeah. um, that's how I built the show. I, I, the I, I know Bobby Benton for a thousand years. You know, she was Bobby Benton. You have this girlfriend, the Playboy girl. And at the convention, somebody said, Bobby, I saw Bobby Benton is here. Jimmy, let's go see Bobby. I want to say hello. Well, the line went. Out the building, around the block, to the next neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Down to Chicago. And finally, I cut the line. Fuck that shit. I wasn't going to go. I know Bobby. <laughs> we don't wait lines. No, I don't wait lines. <laughs> I know her. So I went right away. Just like you. I went yeah. up to the head, and the guy got annoyed. He said, wait online. I said, I don't wait online. I said, she's my sister. So I said, Bobby, how are you? And she said, I better sit on your lap. Otherwise, we're going to get in trouble. So she sat on my lap. Um, and we started laughing and giggling. And I said, how do you do this? She said, Ron, if you know how much money you're making, you do it too. I yeah. said, who knows Bobby Benton from 100 years ago? Still a beautiful girl. But woman. Woman. Black one. Oh, I'm not allowed. Please. I can't live in today. <laughs> <laughs> to me, she's a girl because I met her. She, I met her 30 years, 40 years. How many years ago? I met her when she was with her. With her. And she was a girl. She was, I don't think she was 23 years so old. So do you primarily go to science fiction? <laughs> or do you, do you get brought on other ones or do you primarily do science fiction ones? I, I mostly do the science fiction ones, but I'm open and, and ready to do whatever. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I think, well, I hope you get to play a werewolf. Oh, and that I, would be fun. And I hope I get to play an alien in the same movie with you. And you're an alien werewolf. I should like that. <laughs> Good script, alien oh. werewolf. Wow! Right? Hey, except you don't want to cover your prettiness up. We'll make you a pretty werewolf when yeah. you're not when you're not hairy. Or or, you... or yeah, or Jimmy, or put me all in black, babe, with some guns. I'm there. No, I like that. See, I think that's like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, like, like, do you prefer, like, let's say you, you and your girlfriend are sitting around watching movies. What kind of do you watch action movies? Drama? Like, do you have a specific? Do you have a favorite type of movie to watch? She likes Disney. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's not into the horror. I, I like some horror, but not really bloody, you know. Right. Yeah, so he's in a million horror movies, but he doesn't like them. I like horror movies. So yeah. I would think he's not 10 with his daughter. I do read as I am a script reader. I'm not one to say yes without reading. If it's ultra bloody and I feel damaging to young people, I don't want any part of it. Yeah, I, just, I like suspense thrillers myself. Yeah, that's I a good like one. a thriller with a little bit of murder, you know, like a Hitchcockian kind of thing. Yeah, but then I also like the comedy <laughs> ones. Have like you seen Marcel Waltz is Blind? No. Watch it. Do you know Marcel? I don't think you know Marcel, do you? Yeah, we need to introduce you because you'd like him. He's oh, a very he's cool a guy. He's a wonderful, wonderful director, and his films are now getting very good, bloody. But Blind is a thriller. Very good film with Sarah French, and she knocked out a hell of a performance. Wow! So I would suggest you you, you watch it. 
It's a good movie. Trust me. It's It's on on Tubi, I think. It's not not a cheesy, shitty $15 movie. Oh, and and another thing, since you did have a video up, maybe later you can watch it. It's hysterical. I was uh, a cop in Demolition Man, the movie, and then um, they came out with a pinball game, and I'm also the computer voice in the pinball game, and there's... (laughs) It's on YouTube and it's called uh, the Demolition Man Pinball Game Promo. Wait till you see it. You're going to die laughing. They had me sitting on top of the thing doing these sexual like movement. I mean, I had to literally when they played it at a convention, I had to literally tell the audience because the kids were there. I said, you might want to take your kids out. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you doing? That's so terrible. She's on a pinball machine. Spread eagle. (laughs) I'm pumping the machine basically. Oh, so wait a minute. Does the pin does the ball go anywhere near you? No, no, no. I'm in my cop outfit that I wore in the movie. They flew it out there oh, to Chicago okay. for me to wear it. Well, but, it's not, uh, it's it not has a... the pinball game still has the buttons on the side, but it also has these big steel grips. And I say stuff like, "Give these big steel grips a try. Once you grab on, you won't want to let go." I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like love it. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite movie? What, the, uh, of mine? What of yours? No, like, like, what's a, like, like, if you were gonna, let's say you, I always like to ask this question. We might have asked you before, but like, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to have been in? And who are two people you haven't worked with that you would like to work with, a male and a female? Oops, sorry, odd. Um, oh, oh well. Uh, hmm. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. She's mad. Uh, and uh, 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 Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is a good choice too. And like, um, what, like I, I, I like, uh, I, I like. Actually, now one of my favorite movies is an old movie, but but like some of my favorite, like The Lost Boys and Pretty Woman, are like my two favorite movies. Oh, those are good too. But you know what? The two classics I love because I love the composer is John Barry. Um, was somewhere. Time. He loves that movie. And um, Dances with Wolves. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I've never seen Dances with Wolves. Oh my God. Oh, it's a good movie. I've never seen Dances with Wolves. And, 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 and Out of Africa. That, that's a good movie. Out of Africa is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Cosner is so handsome and sexy. Somewhere in time. Do you watch the show, watch the show Yellowstone? Yes, yeah, I watch Yellowstone. He doesn't oh, watch I, it. I would, love to, I would love to work with Beth. Oh my God, I love her character. She's she, she just doesn't. <laughs> she's the greatest. I even like. I, I even posted this meme like saying like love for Beth to be on the View for one day. Yeah. You like? I think she's. I think that to me, she is. The, the, I don't even know her name, but the actress who plays Beth. For me, is probably the most talented like television actress on TV. Oh, okay. she's awesome! She's so awesome. Quite. Here's the pitch. I've been pitching this for months now. I want to know, work with, or have on our show, Michelle Dockery. Dockery. That's what I said. No, doc, not Dockery. 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 Do you, do you know who Michelle Dockery is? You want to be? You know what? I know that name. Why don't I? Can't oh remember. my God, Tracy. Tracy, you and the, the wife have got to watch the series. You, it is the best thing you'll ever see in your life. It's What's the series? Michelle Dougherty starring, she played Lady Mary in Dunton Abbey, where she, oh. was a, she was a sophisticated, snobby Lady Mary. Well, she's in a movie called. No, it's uh, a TV series. TV series called. Disturbing Behavior. No. 
It's an instance no, no, of something no. behavior. Bad behavior. No, uh, oh shit. She plays, listen to I'll what she plays. A prostitute, whore, drug addict, kleptomaniac, thief, murderess. Oh my God. Her performance in this saga is unbelievable. It was on TNT, but now it's on Max. You will love her. You will, it's the first time you ever stick up for a character like that. You want good to have Wow. The story is wonderful. The woman who plays her mother is a brilliant actress. Watch it just to see great on acting. Max. The acting and every, even the, the guy that plays the love interest. I'm looking for it. The South American fella. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find what's it. Sexy, handsome guy. It, it, everybody that has, that we've recommended to see. Good it. behavior. Good boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called you, good behavior. You, what, did you ever watch Killing Eve? Yeah, I have. He has. I love the villain in that. Vernell, Vernell, what was her name? Oh my God, she's amazing. Who? The villain, the villain assassin that she's in that show. I love her. Sandra O's in it, but. Yeah, Sandra O's in it. Yeah. I, I, I want. Um, Michelle, I want Michelle to come on our show. So I've told a few people who we know in London who are in the business if they could possibly get to her. And uh, bring her, you know, on the show. So wait, go back though. So what's a movie, any movie, it could be an old movie, a new movie. If you could have ever been in any movie and, and, and let's, let's, let's broaden that TV show and any TV show, what would you have liked to have been in? Oh my God. Um, well, you, I mean, wow. Uh, and you can't pick Star Trek because you're already in it. Right. Yeah, already, already in it. Like a Marvel movie. Okay. You like? Do you have a certain Wonder model movie you like Wonder better? Wonder I just like the superhero villain, the chicks that that wear to get to wear those cool, you know, outfits. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, no, I, I like. I actually like. So I collect action figures, and I collect superhero action figures, and I collect horror movie action and, figures. And guess what? They collect dust. Ah! Yeah. Uh, so I like most of the Marvel movies. I, the late, last couple ones I aren't. I haven't been that good, but back in like when they first started, I think the movies were better. I'm a big X Men fan, so I like all the X Men movies. Um, you know, uh, so oh, I think those are, yeah, those are good. They're a lot of fun, um, and so I would love to like be involved with those. Like, did you ever look at your wife and say to yourself, "How come I love her so much?" <laughs> yeah, because I look at him sometimes and I say, "How come I love him so much?" You know, I really wonder. I could have done yeah. so much more. We are so we are so different, but see, that's what works. What? Well, yeah, we're different too. Yeah, we're different. He doesn't like yeah. my. He even though he buys me action figures for all the because that's really all I ever want is action figures. Um, he buys them, but he doesn't quite really comprehend it. But but he he's kind of getting it a little bit more because now more and more people are coming on the show. You know, saying that they collect action figures. Well, I mean, I bought him a Batman that flew had wings, and he couldn't stop playing with it. <laughs> You know, I'm a little old for toys to put, well, you know, certain toys anyway. Yeah, Glo Gloria collects Disney. Disney. What? Oh, see, that's. Yeah. What's her favorite Disney movie? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean. I'm a big, I like the Mighty Ducks series with the hockey players. And, I... and as a kid, Escape to Witch Mountain was my movie. Escape well, to Witch Mountain is the original. Lady theater. and the Tramp's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. I like The Lion King, too. I used to play. Oh, my God, The Lion King. I had everything for The Lion King. Everything. I even had cookie jars and I had wow. stereographs and everything, but then I needed money and I sold everything. Oh, wow. But yeah, I have it. No, I, I have my own action figures. I put them away, though, right now. But um, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I Google that all the time to see if I can ever find any. Like if anybody's selling them on eBay, I Google you on eBay like once a probably like once every like two weeks because I buy a lot of stuff on eBay just to see if any of your stuff pops up. Because mm-hmm. uh, that way yeah. I can. Because I everybody who's been on our show who has an action figure, I have pretty much have it. I got to tell you, uh, the last thing we, we saw each other at was the charity event for St. Jude's, right? Well, when we when we went to go leave, there were four. You know, hey, I was like, wow. I, it made my whole night. My heart was <laughs> Four guys. Four guys waited for me to come out. They came up to me. They wanted photos. They had photos. I'm not kidding. Seven, like, each they had. I literally got down on the ground and was signing them all, and they were loving it. And I was like, nobody took a photo of it. Ah! But you know they're going to sell all those and make a ton of money. (laughs) I know. I know. But you know what? It made my night, let me tell you. No, it's nice to be recognized for a job well done. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's terrific. So you guys can follow Tracy. You guys, we have like a minute. Her Instagram is Inc. It's uh, the letter T-C-O-C-C-O-I-N-C, and her – and, and her my, Twitter, what's your Twitter? My Twitter's at Real Tracy Coco. At Real Tracy Coco, you guys. And make sure you spell Tracy with two E's. Yeah. And oh, hey, by the way, I'm in this contest somebody entered me in. Um, fab, fab over 40. Fab over 40. And tomorrow's the last night to get me into the final finals, you guys, if I would appreciate it. Oh, my God. It just, and it's free. It's a free vote. So all you do is go to battleover40.com. I have no idea what this is. It's a contest everybody's in. A lot of people are in. For what reason? They're picking at who's the most fabulous entertainer person over 40. That's got to be me. (laughs) Women. Women. From what I I understand, there's like different categories. Yes. Yeah, right now I'm second. So it's like, ah. Just go to fabloverforty.com, type in Tracy Coco and click on the link. Or follow her on Facebook because she's in it. You're second to win? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Is, Sherry Davis in your, is Sherry Davis in your category or is she in a different category? I don't know what that, I don't know what category she's in, honey. I, I don't oh, she's at the top of her category too, you guys. So they're not competing in the oh, same wait, category. I gotta vote for you guys. I'll go vote. Be quiet in the chat room, they're saying they'll vote. vote so I'll vote, vote for now. Sure. Oh, goody. Thank you guys. Thank you. Just find Tracy on YouTube. We gotta go because we're out of time. But vote for Tracy Coco Fab before you say hello to your beautiful wife. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and, and we'll see you, you guys. Got, you guys, you guys get better. I love you, and thanks for having me on. And don't forget the werewolf movie. Woo! I will. Bye, everybody. All right, everybody. See you next week. We want to thank our guest. We had a great time, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix, it's another episode Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude That room is live and you would be a fool Not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Come watch it live on W4CY Radio Miss some past episodes, download on iTunes The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Oh.